Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Man, do we have a lot to talk about today. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Sam's going to produce. Uh, boy. We're going to talk about the college football playoff. Get your thoughts about the top four. Do you like it? Should it change? What would you change? Gator basketball scrimmages last night. Gator women will have an exhibition game tonight against St. Leo. World Series, and that's where we're going to start right now. Phillies up 2-1 will be carrying game four tonight. For those of you who don't know, Dalton Guthrie, uh, was on the Phillies roster late in the year, so he's got first-hand knowledge of this team, and he's going to join us now. Dalton, good to catch up, man. Thanks for doing this. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, let me go back to when you made your debut in the big leagues. Um, you know, I always want to ask, you know, players what their what was going through your mind when that happened for you. Um, honestly, I was I was just hoping that I got a ball early in the game so I could kind of get the jitters out of the way. So um, I, I want to say I had to wait till like the third inning to get a ball and it kind of settled me down. But uh, I mean, it was just super excited. You know, I, you work a long time for that. So uh, kind of a, kind of a nice to take in. Uh, you know, you, 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 you play baseball from when you were a kid, you know, you play here, you go in the minor leagues did all that go through your head before you stepped on the field, or was it just I'm going to go play another game and play baseball? Yeah, I, and um, you know, I I tried to take it like just another game, but you know, the advice everyone gives you, even from the other players, is take it in and appreciate it. And um, so I, you know, I tried to because um, it is a it's a it's a milestone and it's something you work for. So um, if you don't take time to appreciate stuff like that, you know, it, it's a uh, it'd be a um, a tough time if you, you never gave yourself some credit every once in a while. So um, I tried to that night, but um, you know, I, the way I am, I, I want to just play, but I try, I forced myself to take it in that night. You know, the, the way the Phillies have gotten here, Dalton's pretty interesting. You know, managerial change, um, and, you know, Thompson gets there, and all of a sudden, they catch fire. What kind of a guy is Thompson? Uh, Thompson, he's he's awesome. You know, he's he just um, he's an old school baseball dude, and he just he he relates to his players very well. Um, you know, he every single person in that roster is treated the same, and he's a he's a good fit for the guys in that clubhouse for sure. You know, a lot of times in in baseball, like athletes change and relationships with you know from player to manager changes how important is it as a player Dalton to have you know a good relationship with the manager well, I think I think it's big it's that uh, you know I the, I think really the manager's job is to um, just create a comfortable environment for the for their players to play and um, I think that's one of the, the things that he's been really good at and um you know, for me coming up and, you know, you don't know what to expect, a whole new team, you know, um, big stage or whatever. And, you know, he, he made it seem like, you know, you belong and 
uh, it's just another game, and he's he's very good at um, making you feel welcome. So uh, I credit him for that, and you know, a lot of guys having success because of the way he's been able to handle things. Dalton Guthrie, our guest, of course, former Gator, uh, was on the Phillies roster as he's talking about the Phillies now as they're in the World Series. Have 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 the has the organization told you about their plans for you now, Dalton? Has that happened yet? Um, you know, no, I mean, not really. Every once in a while, maybe, but, um, you know, I just try to go out in whatever position they tell me to play, I play, and uh, <laughs> yeah. wherever wherever they tell me to go, um, whatever state, whatever city, they tell me to go play, and I just go. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just play. <laughs> yeah, and that's – when you were at Florida, uh, go back and, and tell Gator fans about your experience here, what that was like. Um, you know, those are, we talked about to this day with some of the guys, just, um, just a couple of the best years of baseball of my life. And, uh, you know, it's, you miss playing in Friday night games against LSU and Vanderbilt and stuff like that. Like, um, really until, until about now, there's not games of that, um, kind of excitement and magnitude, um, when you're coming up through the minors and all that, and you, you miss it because every game is so important, and um, you're doing it with your best friends and stuff. So, um, you know, those were really good times and really good baseball. You, you know, you, you see a lot of those same guys coming up in the minors, and um, you realize how good at baseball that was at the time. And uh, it's, 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 it's really fun stuff. I, I think sometimes when, when people see kids leave college and they go to the minor leagues, which is good, you're a pro, you're making money, but how difficult – is the travel sometimes? How was the minor leagues for you? Uh, it, it's definitely tough. You know, I, the uh, it actually got better recently when they they implemented that six games a series rule. Yep. Um, which was which was really nice for um, minor league players because you don't have to travel as much, and that made it a little more bearable. Um, I know my first year I was in the the Sally League or the South Atlantic and. Uh, it's notorious for being one of the more difficult uh, traveling leagues, and that was a that was a grind. But you know, it, you, you make some good stories, you make the best out of it as you can. And uh, you know, in my minor league career, that's probably the one season that we look back at, and all we do is tell stories with each other about you know, sixteen hour bus rides to Rome. <laughs> and, um, you know, we you make the best out of it, but it's 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 a different it's a different level of tough. <laughs> Let me end with this. You know, some players are old school. You know, some don't wear batting gloves. And, but now analytics and spin rate and, you know, all those kinds of things. How much do you rely on those types of things to become a better hitter? Um, I, I really, for me, um, hitting always just come down to see ball, hit ball. And I think, like, um, you know, some guys, you know, they can – they can do that stuff. They can rely on knowing what percentages of fastball a guy throws and and guessing pitches and stuff. And I've never been able to hit like that. Um, for me, it's you know, uh, team doing everything I can in my swing to see the ball as well as I can, and then um, just reacting to what I see. So um, you know, everyone's different though. You know, some people might be very good at looking at that stuff and um, making educated guesses and you know, guessing curveballs on pitches when they know a guy's a high percentage curveball, you know, that kind of stuff. But, uh, 
yeah, I just I think difficult too difficult or baseball is too difficult to play doing that and I try to make it as simple as I can and um just see the ball and hit the ball and I uh it's helped me survive to this point. <laughs> Pretty cool to see the Phillies in the series, isn't it? Oh, it's 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 awesome right now. It's a it's a insane city right now, so we're having some fun with it. Yeah, and and continue that because I mean you you never know when the next time might, I mean, look how long it's been since the Phillies had been there between, what was it, 08 or 09 till now. Dalton, thanks for taking time to do this. I know Gator fans are happy for you, and uh, we'll see what happens with you here in the future. We'll keep up with you. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. You got it, Dalton. Thanks. Dalton Guthrie, tough kid, uh, hard-nosed player here, one of my faves when he was here because he can play a lot of different positions. He's a fun guy to have on your team. Um, all right, the rest of the day – uh, will be us, 392-8255, and you can email srussell at wruf.com again, uh, again. You want to talk Gator football, that's fine. Gator hoops, that's fine. Uh, the uh, college football playoff poll. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about the firing of Brian Harson too. Uh, we, we haven't had a chance to delve into that. Uh, and it's funny. Uh, today, more Gator players are going to be interviewed and it's not their fault because it's the questions that the media asks them. But in listening to Osiris Torrance and listening to uh, Jaden Hill, I don't remember a question that was asked about Texas A&M. It was about you know, the, the locker room. It was about the defense. It was about the offensive line. Uh, very little buzz really about the opponent for this game. 1213, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Scarlett Cooney. Gator women's basketball is hosting an exhibition game against the St. Leo Lions tonight at 7 p.m. The last time these two times met was in December of 1984, in which Florida was victorious. In Gator football news, Osiris Torrance has been named a semifinalist for the Lombardi Award. Florida will face off against Texas A&M on Saturday. Florida women's tennis will be competing in San Diego starting tonight in the Intercollegiate Tennis Association's National Fall Championships. The championship extends from today to Sunday, November 6th. Game 4 of the World Series is tonight. With five home runs in their 7-0 lead win over the Astros in Game 3, the Phillies now lead the series 2-1. The contest is set for 8.03 p.m. with coverage beginning right here at 7. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Scarlett Coon. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Road Heber Boys Ranch in Palak. I've been telling you about that organization for a while now. It's really a cool thing because they really help at-risk young boys, and they do it in a great way. They make them earn what they do because it's donated vehicles that sustains the Road Heaver Boys Ranch from people just like you. Unwanted vehicles, or you just want to donate them, you can do that. They fix the vehicles up. They resell them, and that is really a good thing. Road Heaver Boys Ranch, again, houses those at-risk young boys from troubled homes, and if you want to consider donating a vehicle of any kind to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch, it would certainly be welcome. Your donations, tax deductible, and it helps a really great cause. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. 
Recently, I picked up my grandson's backpack and was shocked at how heavy it was. Do you know the average student backpack weighs anywhere between 12 and 20 pounds? That's a big bag to lug around. Now, you may not carry a backpack anymore, but I bet you know what it's like to feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. What burdens are you carrying today? Are they relational, financial, stress from your job, difficult health situation? The Bible tells us to cast your cares upon the Lord because He cares for you. Now, the burdens will not magically go away, but they will seem lighter and easier to handle. You can find peace even in the middle of life struggles. Give Jesus a try. He loves you, and He will help you carry your burdens. What have you got to lose except a backpack full of trouble? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. There's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces, indoor or outdoor, in wall or standalone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center since 1975. Visit online at woodstoveflorida.com. There's so much to love about our community. The small town values, the familiar faces, and somewhere near the top of the list, high school football. That's why Radiant Credit Union is here to celebrate all this community has to offer, both on and off the field. While others may come and go, Radiant Credit Union is here for you, here for the community, and here for good. Proudly serving our members for over 65 years, Stop by any of our nearby locations or visit RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. How do you decide who to call when you're injured in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far-off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community, one that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Planning a road trip this fall? Maximize your fuel economy by inflating tires to proper pressure and packing light. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for true representation. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single member districts on November 8th. Paid political advertisement paid for by Leading of Our Future, 155E Park Ave, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301. From pylon to pylon, oh, we are your home for all things football. 63 Listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we got a lot we can discuss today. Hope you will. 392-8255. You can email srussell at 
www.wruf.com. Tomorrow and Friday, we have a really good guest list for you. Um, tomorrow, Seth Greenberg from ESPN will preview men's college basketball. 1220 tomorrow, Alan Fanica, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, will be here to tell you about something that has affected him and his family. Uh, also, on uh, tomorrow, we're going to hear a reporter from the Houston Chronicle who covers Texas A&M. And then Friday on the show, Kelly Ray Finley, the Florida women's basketball coach, will preview her team after uh, their game, uh, their scrimmage game, to their exhibition game today. Uh, also, the play-by-play voice of Texas A&M, Andrew Monaco, will be here tomorrow. Uh, and also tomorrow, Sean Kelly, the play-by-play voice, of course, of the Florida Gators. So all those folks are going to be here, plus Charlie Cream, who is the bracketologist for women's basketball for ESPN. He will do a preview of uh, women's basketball on a national and an SEC scale. So those are the guests we have in the next couple of days. But today, I'd like to hear from you. 392-8255. By the way, Colin Castleton selected a preseason first team uh, by vote of SEC coaches. So congratulations to him. Let me uh, <clears throat> talk about a couple things. Well, let's get some emails first. Let me get to those. Mark says, I've lost track of the number of callers who have suggested AR move to tight end. Are these the same callers who call him fragile? Imagine AR catching the ball over the middle and taking a big hit from a linebacker or a safety. I will say this for the 25th time, okay? Has there been an instance where a player has moved from position X to position Y and that move has been very productive? Yes. But I don't see him changing positions at all. At all. Daryl, you said before the season started, maybe Florida could steal a victory on the road. Do you still consider if we beat A&M, is that stealing a victory? Yes, of course it is. It's a, it's a three-point, I think it's a three-and-a-half-point spread, and Florida's the underdog. So, yes, any time you win in this league, and I don't care if you're playing Vanderbilt, if you win on the road in this league, you steal a win. And I think Florida's got a chance to do that. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. Yeah, on the college football playoff rankings, I wasn't surprised at all. In fact, I had predicted that Tennessee would be number one because basically they have the best signature win going to Tuscaloosa and winning. Well, their resume, it is not just the one. Their resume of who they've played screamed Tennessee be number one. So it didn't surprise me either. Yeah, and funny how uh, up until, you know, about five or six weeks ago, everybody was talking about that Georgia win over Oregon, saying, you know, Oregon was no good. And all of a sudden, Oregon's in the top ten, and that, that win is a whole lot better for the Bulldogs. Well, and it's a good thing it does because they haven't played anybody. I mean, they really have, except, you know, who their schedule gets tougher now, but to this point, you know, that's been their, their big win. So, yes, that does look a lot better. 
it's funny, everybody's, uh, I mean, I'm not a big Pac-10 fan, but if you look at some of the, you know, the uh, the polls, they got four teams, you know, Oregon, USC, UCLA, and Utah in the top 12, and that's the one the SEC has. Yep, and, I mean, look, I, if you're TCU, do you maybe have a gripe? Maybe, uh, from, the, from another conference, of course, but yeah, I mean, the Pac-12 looked, and, and, and some people thought Utah would be the best team in that league. And, you know, USC, Oregon, UCLA have done a very nice job. Yeah, it's funny, though. I mean, everybody who has got a little bit of common sense knows that the first poll is anything. I mean, nothing. It's like, you know, it's the first poll in the presidential race in May. You know, it don't mean nothing until November. These polls don't mean nothing until everything shakes out. So, TCU, if they went out, I don't see how they can keep them out of the playoffs. Well, I, I would quibble a little bit where you say it doesn't matter. I think it does matter because if you're 8th or ninth starting out, then you've got more hills to climb than you would if you're 5 or 6 or 4. So it does matter. Does it, does it shake out, you know, if things, you know, this team wins, this team loses, does it shake out most of the time? But I think it does matter where you are. I mean, I mean, look at TCU, they're 7th, right? Right. So basically above them, Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama, two of them are going to lose. Ohio State and Michigan, one of them is going to lose. You know, no, uh, you know uh, Syracuse, I mean, not Syracuse, uh, Clemson, I mean, I'm not sold on them. I mean, I'm not a big Notre Dame fan. In fact, I dislike them very much. But it would not surprise me one little bit to see Notre Dame beat Clemson this week. No, I mean, I think Notre Dame can. Um, but, again... Here's why it matters at this point. Why is TCU, who was unbeaten, behind a one-loss Alabama team? Because Alabama's Alabama. Well, okay, but to my point, it sort of does matter, right? TCU's beaten, I think, two top 25 teams, I want to say. Kansas State and Oklahoma State, I think I'm right in that. And they're unbeaten. So... Do they have to finish unbeaten to get a spot? I think they do because partly of where they're ranked and, to your point, who's ahead of them. All righty. Thanks a lot, Steve. Like I said, it'll shake out in the next couple months anyway. Yep. Mike, thank you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. You know, it may end up shaking out this way again, but I do think this year, this year, there is more uh, probability or chance that you might see different teams here, right? It, this is a big game for Georgia to win to really boost its resume. Tennessee could still get in with one loss, if they beat Georgia, lose in the SEC championship game, I could see Tennessee still being there, given its resume. But it's never easy to do a poll like this. Look at Michigan. Their non-conference schedule's terrible. And that puts so much more weight on the Ohio State game because that's their only... Um, do they play Illinois? I... I think they, and if they play Illinois, it gives them a, at least a chance because 
they're ranked now. But you see where I'm going. And that's why I think athletic directors and schools, when they schedule, have got to look at strength. Florida's playing a Utah. Most years, that's going, if, if Florida were good, that, were, that would help you, especially a win over them would help you. Michigan plays Illinois on November 19th. Okay, so that's a chance for them, plus Ohio State, because their non-conference schedule has been really bad. Um, and then it's interesting, too, for, uh, for Florida. Florida's going to play South Carolina. Uh, the kid they got from Arkansas State, Corey Rucker, receiver, going to miss the rest of the year. Foot injury. Um, they play Vanderbilt this week. The Gamecocks trying to become bowl eligible. 12-28, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. People, this is a great sports talk day today. want to hear from you. Why, why does it have to be complaining all the time about the Gators? Let's just talk a little sports. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Got a question for you. Are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees or your back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like getting dressed. Hey, it's Greg Cassidy. It is time to call QC Kinetics. You see, QC Kinetics use advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair your damaged joint tissue. Hips, shoulders, elbows, they can all be treated So if you are sick and tired of steroid shots that don't work or you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC Kinetics now and schedule your free consultation. Appointments are now available for this coming week at QC Kinetics, now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. Call now, 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Did you get that? QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. 4550. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Got a question. When's the last time you had their chicken burger? 
This isn't just a chicken breast slapped between a bun. It's a 100% all-natural Joyce Farms ground chicken patty infused with herbs and spices, then grilled to perfection. Add pickles, onion, tomato, and mayo. Talk about satisfying. Add a great salad and pair it with their new pumpkin spice shake made with real pumpkin puree. You've got yourself one fabulous meal. That's Dick Mondell's open seven days a week, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street, Gainesville. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. Meldon Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A mix of sun and clouds will take us into the evening. Temperatures today hovering in the mid-80s. We'll have a chance for a few passing showers, maybe even a rumble of thunder closer to dinner time and until about sunset, especially over southern Marion County, Lake and Sumter counties. That risk lasting through a little bit after sunset. Then partly cloudy tonight, patchy fog tomorrow morning, lows in the mid to lower 60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. It's a bunch of cowards at Michigan State who did that. Really tough guys. Here is uh, Jim Harbaugh talking about the post-game fight. Two of our players were assaulted. We saw the one video, the 10 on one. Pretty bad. How about you play? Play as hard as you did in the tunnel. Maybe you guys would have been respectable. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Those of you who are my age, that song was one side of an album. Yeah. Welcome back. Uh, in just a minute, I want to see if anybody has any comment about the wild situation going on with the Nets. Because I really want to get reaction on what Kyrie Irving said, what the league is doing about it, and what the Nets are doing about it. Because I think there's a huge double standard here. We'll get to John first. Hi, John. <coughs> Sorry, Steve. I was choking a little bit on, on my lunch later, earlier. All right, I'm better now. Okay, um, I'll, I'll save the net deal for a later day, but... Um, uh, talk about NFL uh, draft deadline yesterday. I think my Dolphins became a big winner. I you think bet they did. They puts them back in a in a mix. I mean, I still think that Buffalo's still the cream of the crop, but I think it does help them on the on the pass rush. And if they can put pressure on later games down the road against Josh Allen, who knows? Uh, but I'm I'm really ecstatic as a Dolphin fan picking up Chubbs. Should be, should be. Um, they really. I mean, maybe there's another team you could say Minnesota. I think helped itself. 
Yeah, boy. with a tight end from the yeah, Lions. Getting yeah, getting Hawkinson. Yep. Yeah, but, but boy, the Dolphins really did help themselves. No question. I, I got you. Now, I want to really talk to talk about the, the uh, Tennessee-Georgia game, and I know you were talking to uh, the head ball coach about this, and you really think that Tennessee's going to go in there and win. I, uh, now that I'm finding out that Nolan Smith is out for a year, that just that just takes a big piece out of their middle that I think that, I mean, Tennessee, I think, is going to score points, but I think it just exploits it, an aspect in that, that uh, and, and, the, 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 and I guess in the early part of the secondary is going to just really help Tennessee. I think I, I, think I, I won't give you my, my prediction, but I think it bodes well for pretty good for Tennessee. I, I don't know that any the, what, the weapons Tennessee has, and as good as Georgia's defense is, Remember, it, I don't think anybody considers Florida's offense to be great. And I thought, I mean, Richardson threw for 270. And I think they had, I don't know, they only ran for 100. But I don't know that even Georgia can stop Tennessee. And I don't ten- think so either. And Tennessee's not great defensively. So I think this is going to be a shootout kind of game. You know, what team turns the ball over? You know, what team kicks field goals instead of getting touchdowns? I think it's going to come down to something like that. But I, I was not a Tennessee believer early. I am now. I am too. Hey, uh, I'll give you my prediction on Friday. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, okay. Steve. Yep, thank you, John. Three nine two eight two five five. Paul says, thought they did a good job in the uh, playoff, but I question Clemson over Michigan. Your thoughts? I understand why Clemson. They've, I think they played a little better schedule than Michigan's played. The ACC is not great, but I just think their overall schedule is a little bit better. Uh, let's see here. Bob says, I'm aware some UF athletes receive NIL money. You get to see much evidence of what they do for it. I don't see any commercials, print ads, or much evidence that players actually do anything for the money they receive. I know you have some athletes on your show that I think are sponsored by NIL funds. Can you explain how the NIL funding is used and what the athletes do for the funds they receive? Bob, it wildly varies on, on what they are asked to do. Because I think when, and, and I think you bring up a good point here, because I think it's what most people thought. When NIL first began, I think most people thought, okay, uh, Sam is an athlete, and he's going to do a commercial for, you know, Joe's Bank. That's what the NIL was going to be, you know, a car dealership or a pizza. And there is some of that. Uh, for example, Justin Shorter has a deal with uh, Outback. And there's a lot of them like that. So it just widely varies, Bob. Jay is here. Hi, Jay. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. All right, man. So I'm going to try to word this question the best way I can, and maybe you can try to help me out here. Okay. So, all right. So with 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 what I'm looking at in, with, with college football, is there a thing? Do you think that there's a thing where, for example, okay, I'm Billy Napier. I'm just coming into a new program, and with the new program, first thing I want to do is I want everybody to believe in me. I want everybody to trust what I have going on. I want to trust get the team to trust me now with that being said is there a thing do you think where coaches are like okay i see who the leaders are here that were here before me and then he kind of plays those guys to keep the locker room 
And then when his guys get in, he starts to play his guys. Like, for example, I was listening to UNC Furrier yesterday, and he was talking about that right that right tackle that was supposed to redshirt. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't even playing. Right. But he knew as a head coach, hey, I, this guy's better than the guy that's out there right now. And the guy ended up, and he said they ended up having a good season. So I, do you see where I'm trying to go here, Steve? I think. I think. Um, yeah, so, so I think my question is, is, is there, do you think that maybe, not even Billy Napier, but I'm just talking about in college, because in the NFL, they want you to produce right then. And in, you know, in high school football, they have JV, varsity, and things like that for you to develop. In college, do you think that's a thing where it's like, okay, I, I'm going to get my locker room together and play these guys, and then when my guys come in, it's, if you don't like it, get out? It's type of no, thing. no, I, I don't think so. I, here's what I think. When Napier talks, he speaks a lot about, like most coaches do, culture, the locker room, etc. And yeah. I think when you first come in, the new coaches, you know, the position coaches, Billy, have to rely a little bit, you know, on on one watching tape, and then two getting to know. The players that are here, what and okay. and 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 talk to them. What was the culture like? What went wrong? Uh, what can we do to fix it? So I do think there is some of that. And then when you bring in players like Montrell Johnson and Torrance, who've been with him, I think these other players here see what is expected, and they can relay to them what Billy Napier expects. But that process sometimes is not easy and sometimes takes a while to happen. All right. You answered my question perfectly. I think I get it now. All right. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate you. Okay. Thank you, Jay. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Oh, there we are. Two days in a row. Wow. Pretty well, Steve. Um, Yeah, a lot of stuff going on in sports. My goodness. Um, you know, a, a few things, Steve. I'm going to be a prisoner of the moment for 15 minutes, Steve. Just, you know, 15 minutes, I'm going to be a prisoner of the moment, Okay. Um, one of the things that stand out, first of all, was how deplorable the New Jersey net situation is. I, I, I don't understand how Kyrie, I mean, I, I, I don't like him. Um, how is he not uh, suspended immediately? I don't understand. And then you have the, the GM or the owner kind of not allowing him to speak to the media. Yep. Um, it, it's terrible. It's a terrible look. Um, definitely somewhat of a double standard I think you were alluding to. Yes. Um, and, and the protection that he's getting for something so deplorable, it's just it, it's saddening, amazing. At the same, I, I can't believe that. I mean, it should, it should be a no-brainer. But, it, it, I mean, it, <laughs> it is terrible, man. It is awful, Steve. It is. And here, I'm going to go down a road here that I don't like to go down, Mm -hmm. but I'm just going to give an example, okay? First of all, with Irving, they're actually violating league policy by not allowing him to speak. It violates the league rules. So what is the NBA going to do about that, okay? And then what would have happened had a white player said something negative about an African-American player. Yeah. Would this oh, be I mean, the same? I don't know. Oh, man. I, and I'm just throwing yeah. that out there. And I'm not, I'm not yeah. doing it because mm-hmm. it's right, wrong, good, or bad. 
I'm asking right. the question. This seems to me yeah. that the Nets are trying to protect him in some way. And if Irving Again. said those things, he's got to be held accountable for what he said, just like anybody else should be held accountable. Exactly. Exactly. The lack of accountability, which is why that team is a friggin' dumpster fire. Um, it, man. Uh, but hey, let me, on a lighter note, Steve, a few other things. Again, prisoner moment. Um, the, the Reggie Bush commercials are, are really funny to me with the Wendy's stuff. Now, real quick, Steve, did you think he should have been stripped of his Heisman? I mean, I'm like, you know, they had a little joke about it in one of the one of the commercials, and he's like, uh, 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 like they're going to give it back, and he's like, he, he like in, in today's it or, world, no. But you know, you have to. I think when you look then. back on things, for example. Should the commissioner put an asterisk by Roger Maris's 61? You look back on that now, it looks silly, looks stupid, right? Right. And I think if you look yeah. back 20 years about Reggie Bush, like, why would you, why would you even have done that? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, what we're doing that through a different lens now. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, a few things. I know you got some calls. A few things. Uh, no, no, no. I, I, I got to take other calls. Thank you for your call, Kevin. I, I, I can't keep going here. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Scarla Cooney. Game four of the World Series is tonight. The Phillies shut out the Astros 7-0 last night and now lead the series 2-1. Tonight's game is scheduled for 8.03 with coverage beginning right here at 7. At the college level, Gators women's basketball has an exhibition game against the St. Leo Lions tonight at 7. This will be the first meeting between these two teams since 1984. Florida women's tennis will be competing in the Intercollegiate Tennis Association's National Fall Championship starting today. The Gators found success at the ITA's Southeast Regional two weeks ago, claiming a singles title and sending a doubles team to the championship round. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Scarla Cooney. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. For co-op opportunity while completing undergraduate or graduate degrees, yes, I'm talking to all of you who are listening who are in college. Check out Arthrex if you are. They develop innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries. From pro athletes to weekend warriors, they care about helping people get back in the game. If you're looking to make a difference, Join this global company that provides exciting opportunities and experiences to enhance your professional development. And don't wait. Openings for summer internships and spring co-ops are going to become uh, available very, very soon. Check out careers.arthrex.com to find out more. That's careers.arthrex.com. This report is sponsored by the We Can Do This COVID-19 Public Education Campaign. Now that fall is here, people will be spending more time indoors, yet many Americans are not up to date on their protection from COVID-19. Here's Dr. Kenneth Alexander, Chief of Infectious Diseases at Nemours Children's Health, Florida. The updated COVID vaccines provide protection against the Omicron variants and are available to people six years of age and older. These vaccines are important because they don't only protect the person who's vaccinated, but protect vulnerable people in our community. Unvaccinated people are at a higher risk from currently circulating variants. They have a higher chance of getting severely ill and even dying. Because COVID and long COVID are so unpredictable, anyone who gets COVID, no matter their age or health status, can have serious long-lasting health effects, even if they've had a very mild case. 
long-term impact of the vaccine is highly unlikely. For questions about COVID vaccines, talk to your healthcare professional and visit vaccines.gov. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Direct auto insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you too can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a quote today at directauto.com. Savings based on applied discounts and will vary. Terms apply. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem. International Diamond Center's most anticipated sale of the year is this weekend. Friday through Sunday, our biggest and final store-wide event. Get the guaranteed IDC value price, plus 36 months zero interest financing. That $2,000 Diamond Eternity Band is just $56 a month. Getting engaged, upgrading your diamond, looking for that perfect gift? You can't miss this. Best prices on all rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, fashion jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds, plus zero interest financing. This Friday through Sunday only. And only at IDC at Celebration Point. On approved credit. Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF alumni and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgate sponsored by GEICO. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and beverages from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators! Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things, for our planet. Planning a road trip to visit family and friends this holiday season? Now is the perfect time to make sure your car is getting optimal gas mileage. First, check your tires and make sure they are inflated to proper pressure. Remove heavy items like golf clubs from your car and plan on packing light. And minimize stops on longer trips to help maximize your fuel economy. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? The World Series continues on ESPN Radio. The Phillies retake the series lead over the Astros with a Game 3 win at home. Deep right center field. It is gone. Rice Harper. Can Houston bounce back? Or will Philly move within one game of the World Series title? Coverage starts tonight at 7 right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Take some phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve. Steve, I'm going to give you uh, Gator Man does his top ten, but these are my five things besides, you know, about Gator football with a kind of honorable mention is for number one. But I'm going to start with number five would be, uh, this, uh, no particular order, but uh, Steve, the Jacksonville Jaguars, man, is t- is a, a – the quarterback, I'm having a brain squeeze there, but you know who I'm talking Trevor about. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. T. Lawrence, yes. 
is he going to ever, you know, and, and they they signing Ridley, uh, you know, are we already into next year and talking about the draft? But, uh, you know, I, I hope in year three he does it. Num- number two, you know, I'm a Bucks fan. Is it time for us to move on from Brady? You know, it, he looked a little old the other night or two, man, and I don't know if it's the injuries or the rest of the team, but uh, in life, you know. And and my NBA thing, you had a guy on about the NBA. Steve, you know, the, the integrity of the Boston Celtics, I don't like to call and get into that shit, but uh, what happened to this coach, man? And I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, but I've never heard. I mean, yes, I have. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Let me stop playing games. But, Steve, that is so weird. And, and and you just mentioned your, your uh, the the Brooklyn. I keep saying New York. You don't like all those teams, but the the Nets, uh, Brooklyn. You know that Kyrie thing, and and I don't know what's going on with them. And the Lakers, they they got the same record as the Magic, Steve. And, and my honorable my honorable mention, Steve, is uh, who is going to win the best team in the state of Florida in college football? UCF is in the top twenty five, but like it's going to be interesting and a lot of recruiting wars going on. Go Gators, Byron. Thanks. Yeah, UCF. Uh, right now, uh, would would be wearing that mantle, no question. And believe me, if they do, they'll they'll rent a billboard in Orlando. But look, they should, right? If 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 that's what they accomplish, good for them. And I I I can't say it enough. There are instances like Tennessee when you can get good very quickly. Look at TCU. But most of the time, it takes time. Tony says, loves the Ridley deal for the Jags. He can't get hurt playing for a bad team in 2022. And the season's in the tank anyway. Just need Lawrence to cut down on the silly mistakes. Look, I don't know. You know, people said it was... You know, Urban Meyer, people said it was the system. But he's got a, at least I think, a decent set of receivers there. So when do you start to say, okay, Trevor Lawrence, you're the top pick of the draft. When do you start playing like one? Are we at that point yet? Don't know. Boxing Jim, hello. Hey, Steve, you know, <clears throat> I've been listening to you since uh, you took over from Larry Vitale, and, you know, over the years I have called from time to time, and there have been Gator football players that I have certainly been real sour on and down on. Well, I'm at that point right now with Anthony Richardson. It is my opinion. You know, Saturday, Saturday there were some players open that he could have thrown to, and then there were players that were open that he overthrew. Uh, he's done that all year. Now, I – I've changed my mind. I thought at first that he was going to be a good quarterback. No, I don't think so. Right now, I'm ready for him to move on. Uh, If he proves me wrong, wonderful and good because I'm a Gator fan. I want to see the Gator football team have success. But right now, I think he's a bust. Uh, I I don't agree with that at all. I don't think he's a bust. I don't think he's a bust. Well, maybe not. But But it, it fascinates me, and I've said this on many occasions, where some of the fan bases had to eat crow because there were people saying, pump the brakes here. Pump the brakes on him. Nothing personal. Good guy. Good kid. Hard worker. But he, he did not 
have a lot of experience in reading defenses and, you know, things like that. He's learning on the job. And no matter how many people kind of said to pump the brakes, there were some who said he's going to win the Heisman Trophy and get rid of Emory Jones. Well, okay. Now some of those same people are saying, get rid of him. Move him to tight end. Uh, he's a bust. It's amazing how that works. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I did want him to take over for Emory Jones. But uh, do you know uh, – how about uh, Jack Miller? Is he healthy now? With that thumb, yep. yep. Supposedly, yeah. And do they you, don't do talk much about injuries, but I think he is. Do you think, Steve, we might see Miller or Kitten and, and going forward in any, any of the games? I mean, why not try? That not? has been asked of me uh, <laughs> many times. Okay. Those are the territory, Steve. Yep. And I will say this again. If you're at a point, let, let me just use you as an example, Jim, okay? You are Anthony Richardson, and you are doing your darndest to learn the playbook, get better, earn the respect of your teammates, and now somebody else is going to come in to play quarterback because they want to try him. How would you feel? Well, obviously, I would feel really hurt, and I'd feel offended, and uh, like uh, they don't have confidence in me, obviously. Yep. So, I mean, maybe that's part of the reason why, and I don't know this, that the coaching staff doesn't pull the trigger. You know, it's like gambling. You know, if, if, if if you're at the roulette table and you're hot, and let it ride, and then you lose, I shouldn't have let it ride. Well, well, well I, I'm I'm concerned, Steve. This week we go to College Station. Most likely lose. Looks like we might lose in Tallahassee. I don't know in Gainesville and Nashville, but uh, I'd like to see us at least get six wins and at least have the extra time at least to go to a bowl. I don't care what kind of a bowl. Oh, I so would Billy Napier. You, you, you. I can promise you, he shares that thought, Jim. No question. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean to be ugly about it. No, you you have the right to express that. And believe me, you're not the only one that has. Uh, Okay. Have a great day. All right. Same to you, Jim. Thank you. Uh, The NCAA, we all know how slowly they react sometimes. Remember how long ago it was when Kansas was cited for recruiting violations? Well, finally... Finally, Kansas has announced a suspension for the first four games uh, for Coach Bill Self and one assistant. Uh, They imposed some recruiting restrictions, too. And remember, let's see, Sam, I'm not great at math. 2022 is now, and the investigation started in 2017. That's Five years it took for this to happen. Yeah. Um, Self and his assistant were named in the notice of allegations. They had five level one violations tied to its relationship with Adidas. And here's the thing. He's not going to miss cupcake games. He's going to miss the matchup against Duke that they play. 
Um, and uh, now the other one's cupcakes, but he will miss Duke. So they finally announced that today. Hour two coming up. Stay with us. Love your questions, calls, and comments. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. The Bash is back at Depot Park. November 5th and 6th. A free music festival celebrating blues, Americana, and soul heritage. Featuring the legendary Mavis Staples. Drive-by truckers. Tributes to Tom Petty, Bo Diddley, and more than 20 other regional and local bands. Enjoy the best local food, art, and craft vendors. A beer garden. And a kid's area. Reserve your free ticket at thebashgnv.com. And to receive special perks. Access and to support local charities. Upgrade your experience with a VIP package. With tickets to the Bash Music Festival. November 5th and 6th at Depot Park. Visit thebashgnv.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene. 
for this Wednesday. Sam producing today. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with former Gator baseball player Dalton Guthrie, who got called up late in the year with the Philadelphia Phillies. He gave us a firsthand perspective on the Phillies. And, of course, we'll have the World Series for you tonight right here beginning at 7 o'clock. But right now, in our partnership with the Gator Collective, always enjoy talking to Gator athletes. And it's the first time, I think, I've ever uh, talked to a member of the cross-country team. Caroline Bauer now joins us. Caroline, hello. Welcome, and thanks for doing this. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I see you're from Virginia. So how did you get to Gainesville? Yes, sir. I'm from Virginia. And honestly, um, I really wanted to go to a school that had warm weather. And, um, and University of Florida is in the SEC, which I personally think is the best conference. And especially for cross-country and track running, um, our team just won NCAA outdoor for outdoor track and won nationals for indoor track. So I knew I would be coming to a great program. And I was really excited to be at a school in Florida Again, like I said, with warm weather, and yeah, that's how I got here. You know, as somebody who, for me to run, I got to chase a ball. I got to chase a football or chase a baseball, but some people really love to run. When did you start feeling that? When did I start feeling my love for running? Yes. Um, well, so I actually started off as a year-round swimmer. So I wow. swam, my mom swam in college, and then I got into it when I was like seven or eight years old. And so I actually didn't start running competitively till sophomore year of high school. Um, it was something I always didn't like to do. And that's, <laughs> I, think, I think that's kind of like, as a swimmer, it was kind of our punishment. We The coach would be like, oh, uh, you got see. Yeah. Now or something like that. And um, I didn't get into it until like, I think freshman year of high school, we did this little turkey trot and I realized like, oh, I'm actually like pretty good at this. I think I might try out for cross country just to meet some people um, before school starts. And I did, and I ended up loving it. And it became the thing where when I was swimming, I would have rather been running. So I, I quit year round swim and decided to go all in for running. And I never looked back. I love it. That's a cool story. Um, when you leave college, do you know what you want to do in school yet? Um, so right now I'm an APK major. So I, I want to do athletic training or physical therapy of some sort. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's something even I overlook in all the years I've, I've you know talked to athletes because you got to stay healthy. I don't care what sport you're in. Staying healthy is really important. How important is that? How much do you put stock into your trainers the, and the support staff keeping you healthy? Oh, it especially in running, recovery is as important as your training regimen. So um, I like to say, like, you train harder than your competitors and you recover harder than your competitors. And those are the two most important things for my sport, especially with all the miles we put in and all the um, demands that we have from our bodies and I would say that our trainers we have the best trainers here at UF and we have the best um, support staff for that kind of thing but I spend a lot of time um, recovering every single day after my workouts rolling out stretching ice bath you know salt bath 
that kind of thing. So I think that's super important. And doing prehab exercises to strengthen your muscles so that you can prevent these injuries from happening is really important as well. You know, I think the, um, the common thought of a cross-country runner is, you know, running for like a million miles in a race. Um, but what, what is something that uh, somebody who's not into the sport doesn't understand about the sport? Does that make sense? Yes. So I would say something that someone wouldn't understand about the sport is it might look like it's a very individualized sport, um, like uh, one athlete, you know, just running the race for themselves, um, trying to win, that kind of thing. But um, especially in college, it is a big team sport. Um, Every single runner on the team matters, whether you're the first place runner or whether you're the seventh place runner, like it, you matter. So, um, the score basically works as the first place runner is the lowest score. So they'll get one point. And then the, however high up your like seventh place runner, say your seventh place runner places like 50th in the race, then that's like 50 points. So it's like golf, it's the lowest score wins. Um, but every single member on the team matters. And that's what I really, I really like about cross country. Uh, that's kind of cool. Uh, let me also ask, uh, Parker Volby just had a tremendous uh, meet. Uh, is there a lot of internal competition as well to get better and help each other? Um, well, first of all, a big shout out to my teammate Parker Volby. Um, yes, she is crazy, and um, <laughs> no, she is just crazy fast, crazy dedicated, and um, and she is just such a good role model on our team, um, honestly, and so. I'm a freshman and coming on the team, just having somebody to look up to like that is, is just amazing. And, and she's done everything that I like have goals to do. And so it's just so great um, to have a teammate like that. And when you say internal competition, I would not say that there's internal competition, but we push each other to be better every single day at practice. Um, and like I said, it's a team effort. So we have our um, cross country regional meet coming up. And um, we have a good chance of making nationals, but you have to um, focus as a team. And you, in our workouts, when we're trying to hit splits, we all work together as a team. And I think it's, that's what I love so much about the sport of cross country. All right, I'm going to end, and I'm going to, if this is a stupid question, I apologize. I just don't know much about the sport, but you're going to educate me here, okay? Okay. I believe, I believe your regional is like, in, a, in like 10 days or nine days, right? So after you compete at the SEC championships, is there much downtime? Do you go back to training right away? How does that work as you prepare to go from the SEC championship to the South Regional? Um, so there, so going from SEC championships to South Regional, we, um, we don't really take any downtime. We will taper down our mileage a little bit just to rest up for the meat so that our legs are feeling good and so that our bodies are feeling good. Um, but we won't really take any downtime. The biggest downtime is going to be after nationals when we're going to have a two week break of no running, no exercise. Um, and it's a really good mental break and a physical break for our body so that we're ready to have a great indoor track season because our sport is three seasons. So I like to say it's three different sports. Um, but we'll also be back for indoor track and outdoor track this year as well. 
It's great talking to you, and, and thanks for the education, and I wish you a lot of success at the South Regional, and uh, enjoy your time here in school. Thank you for taking time. Yes, thank you so much. Have you, a good one. You got it. Thank you. Caroline Bauer, uh, as uh, she embarks on her career at the University of Florida, she is a freshman. Uh, okay, the rest of the day, unless we get a, a guest we don't know, uh, will be us. So lots to talk about in sports today, 392-8255. And you can email uh, Russell at wruf.com. By the way, the uh, men's uh basketball preseason team was announced. Uh, Colin Castleton, a first-team member. Kentucky had two members, Oscar Schwewe and uh, Sevier Wheeler. Tennessee had two with Ziegler and Viscovi. Uh, Alabama had one. Arkansas had one. Uh, Tolu Smith of Mississippi State. And then Missouri had uh, Kobe Brown. On the second team, uh, there were no Gators on the team. But that could certainly change. Let's get a quick call uh, from Jack. Jack, hi. Hey, Steve. Uh, just a couple of things uh, referring back to some of the earlier callers. Uh, one thing that I found pretty interesting, every week I go on the uh, Gator Zone to see how the Gators are playing in the NFL, you know, what players are active, which mm-hmm. are inactive, whatever. And all season long, for what it means, I don't know if it portends anything, but I think it's an interesting thing. I know Gabbard is the back quarterback at Tampa, but this past weekend um, – Kyle Trask was active. He's been inactive all season long. So I don't know. I just think that's interesting, something to think about. Well, he's not been active at all uh, in his time in Tampa. So good for him. And the other thing was, I know everybody's, you know, Anthony Ridges, I have my own thoughts about him, but nothing about that. It's just that people are talking about he should be a tight end, tight end. Well, I think if he was going to change positions, I'd like to see him as a running back. I mean, with his size, the way he runs, at tight end gets the ball maybe five, six times a game, but a running back would get it maybe 20, 15, 10, whatever. The way he runs, I think a tight end would be a waste. But a running back, he'd be a lot like that guy that played at Alabama that's so glad. Was he a Tennessee or Carolina? Well, that but I, running back they got? But I think in in deference to him, if he uh, – devil's advocate with you. If he plays running back, if he's – sort of injury-prone now, what would that do? Well, yeah, I know he's had injuries. You know, that hamstring thing was a problem with him. Did he have any other injuries other than the hamstring? Well, I mean, look, yeah, he's been hobbled. Look what happened the first play the other day. Uh, you know, he was kind of hobbled after that. So, you know, if he's getting nicked up that way, uh, if you're going to play running back and get, you know, if you're going to be a 15, 20-carry guy, uh, that's got to change. Well, yeah, he was hobbled, but you know he did have some really good runs after in the second half. His, uh, his longest run was fourteen yards. Pardon me. His longest run was fourteen yards. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. and he did have some losses from uh, from you know he just gets taken away with the sack. So total is total yardage. I'm not sure what it was. You know, if you take away the sack yardage, but uh, he had some pretty good runs. But okay. anyway, that's right. just my thought. You okay. know, thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, this is Bryce Mitchell. The Gators women's basketball team has their first exhibition game against St. Leo tonight at 7. The teams haven't met since 1984 where the Gators won by 62 points. 
Florida Women's Tennis has the Intercollegiate Tennis Association National Championship starting today. The championship is held in San Diego and ends November 6th. The Phillies will square off against the Houston Astros tonight for Game 4 of the World Series. The Phillies now have a 2-1 lead on the Astros after Game 3. The Phillies hit five homers in last night's game. Make sure to tune in here tonight at 7 to catch the game. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Bryce Mitchell. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Been telling you for a long time, folks, about Southeast Car Agency here in Gainesville at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Look, when you purchase a vehicle, it's important. First of all, you're spending a lot of money, you're hard-earned money, and you want to make sure that vehicle is one you're really going to like. You're going to love to drive it, and it's going to be reliable. It won't be serviced all the time and breaking down. Well, Southeast Car Agency gives you a wide variety of vehicles to choose from. And remember, they don't have any new ones, just the cream of the crop and late model low mileage vehicles, but they do their best to get the widest selection for you. Cars, trucks, SUVs, foreigns, domestics, all there. Go online, secars.com. You can check these vehicles out for yourself and go see them in person. Test drive them. There's sales staff there to always help you out. And remember, when you go see them in person, you know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. There's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces, indoor or outdoor, in wall or standalone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center since 1975. Visit online at woodstoveflorida.com. Get the facts and take action before a bad contractor takes advantage of you. Hurricane and storm recovery can be emotionally and financially challenging without having to worry about being scammed by contractors. Find out how to protect yourself from fraud and scams by reviewing AARP Florida's important disaster recovery advice. From vetting contractors to understanding assignment of benefits, we've got you covered. Visit aarp.org slash fldisasterhelp. Hi, I'm Emmett Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. Football legend Emmett Smith talking about all new regenerative treatments for joint pain from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. But did you know that you can encourage your body to actually heal itself with the help of QC Kinetics? QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies that are natural, restorative, and long-lasting. The body is an amazing thing. Trust me, I put mine through a lot. Exciting new relief is here for pain from arthritis, knee pain, lower back pain, pain in your hips and shoulders. I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder pain, my face pops up. But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. 
Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF alumni and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgate sponsored by GEICO. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and beverages from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators! Okito America's new location is now open and we want to celebrate the grand opening with you. Come help us in the Gainesville Chamber of Commerce. Cut the ribbon to Okito's second location next to the Flip Factory at 7420 West Newberry Ave on Thursday, November 10th from 5 to 7 p.m. Join us for food, music, giveaways, and tours as we showcase the new Okito America where you'll find the same great martial arts and dance classes and the same great after-school programs. Okito America, now with two locations to better serve Gainesville. RSVP today on our Facebook page. The future is now. Balls out. Gators say they have it. Oh, and it is Florida football. The Gators hit the road to face the Texas A&M Aggies. To the five. Chop, chop, chop. Kickoff is set for noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with pregame coverage starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Let us take some calls, he said. Adam is first. Adam, hello. Uh, thanks for taking my call, my man. Hey, um, quick rundown of uh, my world of sports. The Steelers are doing terrible. They have to find a quarterback in order to run what Mike Tomlin wants them to do. But I love Najee Harris, and I love our defense. We're always going to make teams pay for their points. Um, as far as baseball goes, I hope Philly runs the table on the Astros. I've never been down with the cheating game, and I think that they should definitely have an asterisk by that uh, World Series championship they supposedly got. Um, past that, uh, NBA basketball in the net situation, I'm not surprised because the NBA, NBA is what it is. I think it's just a racket. I think it's a shame that they let kids straight out of high school into their league. Um, but, you know, the center of my world is, is Gator Athletics. And um, I'm excited about uh, the Gator uh, basketball team, Colin Castle. And I actually met him at a tailgate, and he was an incredibly humble guy. And Todd Golden, I think, is going to run a run a great program. I think you've got an impression of him, or no? Yes, uh, I've interviewed him uh, several times now. Um, he seems to have a very good rapport with his team. Uh, I think this is going to be a group and he kind of said this after the scrimmage last night, and he told me this, they're not even going to try at this point to say, you know, it's going to be a seven-man rotation or an eight-man rotation. I really think early in the year you're going to see double-digit guys play meaningful minutes. And then it could take care of itself at that point, you know, when the SEC starts. But that's a good problem to have. Um, so we'll see what transpires. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I think he's going to run a tight ship. Um, I, I well, I'm hoping for that. Uh, they got some uh, good good transfers coming in as well. Um, as far as AR goes, uh, you know, the reflection on him, uh, people got to take into account that this is his first year starting, and he had one hell of a schedule to start with. I'm not making excuses for the man, but look at Hendon Hooker. Look at look at uh, your boy from uh, Auburn. Uh, what, what was his name? Uh, Bo Nix. Yeah, Bo Nix. There's thrown for Oregon now. Now he's shining, but he's in the Pac-12, the weakest conference in the nation. But still, it takes time for guys to develop. So let's just pump the brakes. He's learning a new system. Uh, go Gators. Let's beat Texas a and Thanks, Steve. Adam, thank you. J.D., hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, you know, the previous caller just mentioned basketball. I just want to see him be able to shoot a little bit. I mean, I think last year was the worst, uh, somebody said, with the worst shooting percentage probably ever so hopefully we can just shoot um as far as anthony riches i'm going to disagree with you on this steve um you know you were kind of banging on the fans for saying ah he's gonna win the high you know that that didn't start i don't think that started with gator fans uh before the season you had uh what's his name there kuiper and all those guys saying ah he's gonna be a top three draft pick uh, somebody had him in the Heisman thing before the season. That started outside the program, Steve. I, no, I, and, no, and, it didn't because I uh, take calls. JD, I know it didn't because I take phone calls every day from Gator fans, and so, th- this started last year when he made those great plays uh, that were eye-opening. And over the course of the off-season, now. When people looked and saw in a mock draft, he was you know in a certain place. Did that help the uh, the sentiment there? Yes, I, I would agree with that. But I'm yeah. telling you, I got the calls here that said, "Can't wait to see him on the field after what we saw last year." You know that sort of thing. Yeah, well, you know, I going back to last year, I can remember two or three plays, uh, where the long run plays, particularly against uh, right. USF, right, and and. and I do remember this, Steve. My just overall repre- impression, because I can't remember the game, how the game went down, was the FSU game uh, when Amory started off and we were slugging around or whatever. Or, no, or maybe Anthony started and we did real well and he went out with an injury and then Amory came in. Uh, that's the only impression I. But when those things started, now I've been a Gator fan for like forever. Uh, when all that stuff started with Kuiper saying he's going to be a top three pick and you know blah 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 blah. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what, what are these guys talking about? How can you be you, – you haven't played but two or three games and you're going to be a top three draft pick? I mean, I, I was incredulous. I still am incredulous that Mel Kuyper would say that. Uh, based on what? I, I guess he went based, to the, I can tell you what it's based on. It's based on physique. It's based on potential. He, he does things you can't coach. And that's what is enamored. That would, that's what enamors scouts. Because here's what they think. Here's this kid with all this raw ability. He can throw the ball a million miles. He, he can run. He's fast. He's, he, he's powerful. We can teach him. You know, we'll sit him. You know, again, just because you're a first-round pick doesn't mean you play right away. Ask Aaron Rodgers. Okay? So... They see all that physical ability, and we can fix this. We can mold this. We'll let him sit. He'll learn our system. We'll teach him, and then 
we unleash him. That's what yeah. they see. Okay, okay. Stephen, and in and, and, and my comments in no way, uh, hopefully, they're not taken as derogatory towards Anthony because uh, they're not meant to be. But uh, I, I have, I just, I, you know, maybe I'm naive, but for some, a first-round draft pick, you're probably talking, what, 10, 15, 20, uh, you know, in that range, 10 to $20 million range. I, I don't even know what a first-round pick makes. I, I have, I just have a hard time believing that somebody's going to pay fifteen million dollars for a project. Well, we'll uh, find out in the spring. Yeah, I guess we will. All okay, right, Steve, thank, thank you. you, sir. Yes, thank you, JD. Mike, what's up? Yeah, I'm just calling about the uh, Kyle Trask thing. Uh huh. The, the NFL, you're only allowed seven guys on the uh, what do you call it, the inactive list for the game. And the Bucks had three defensive backs, a starting off defensive lineman, their starting tight end, one of their starting offensive linemen, and then they had uh, their number three receiver. Yeah, who were hurt. And I, I don't know what it is with the NFL. So they basically had to put Trask. They had to dress Trask because they couldn't put him right. in the active. The only other thing they could have done was send him down to the taxi squad, and then, then you got the risk of losing him. Yep. That's the way the NFL operates. You're exactly right. So it, it, you know, maybe with the way Brady's playing and stuff like that, and maybe they'll keep him up on the thing. But I think it was just because they just had so many guys that they had to put on inactive that they had to dress them. Yeah, but he he can at least say he was activated for a game. Well, I think I think he'll. I, I mean, he's a second round pick, so I don't think he's going to be. They're going to ship him out. Uh, you know. He well, I mean, he was first. he was beaten out by Gabbert, so. Well, I think that's more because of you want a guy that's been playing. A guy has got some NFL experience that if Brady does go down. Right. Well, but then you go back and you say, if he was the I believe he was the the first or second player taken in the second round, so he was nearly a bottom first-round draft pick. And if he doesn't play, that's a waste of draft pick, in, uh, my, in my opinion. You know, you know I just, that might have been Arians just wants to bring him along slowly. Well, yeah. and I mean, he, he might be a player three or four years from now. We'll see. Mike, thank you for your call. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. The future is now. Balls out, Gators say they have it all, and it is Florida football. The Gators hit the road to face the Texas A&M Aggies. To the five, chop, 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 touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with pregame coverage starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. 
The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow, winding river. I love the lake. Slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family. My child. My best friend from first grade. If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Gator fans, gear up for game day every game this season. Show your Gator pride from a huge selection of shirts, jackets, backpacks, hats, and hundreds of other Gator gear products at the UF Bookstore on campus at the Rights Union. And they have the largest selection of new Jordan sideline apparel and Nike collections in school or out of school. The UF Bookstore is the place to gear up for game day. There's no better way to show your Gator pride than to wear the orange and blue to every game, indoors or outdoors. Get yours at the UF Bookstore. Go Gators! Got a question for you. Are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees or your back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like getting dressed. Hey, it's Greg Cassidy. It is time to call QC Kinetics. You see, QC Kinetics use advanced regenerative medicine to restore and repair your damaged joint tissue. Hips, shoulders, elbows, they can all be treated So if you are sick and tired of steroid shots that don't work or you're trying to avoid surgery, call QC Kinetics now and schedule your free consultation. Appointments are now available for this coming week at QC Kinetics. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. Call now, 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Did you get that? QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. 4550. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A mix of sun and clouds will take us into the evening. Temperatures today hovering in the mid-80s. We'll have a chance for a few passing showers, maybe even a rumble of thunder closer to dinner time and until about sunset, especially over southern Marion County, Lake and Sumter counties. That risk lasting through a little bit after sunset. Then partly cloudy tonight, patchy fog tomorrow morning, lows in the mid to lower 60s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams. 
and Max Kellerman. The Patriots have been setting Mac Jones up to fail with the way they're handling this whole situation. When you have crowds of people that are chanting Zappy, and you have Hall of Fame quarterbacks like Peyton Manning not really understanding why Mac Jones came out the game, and now some because things get a little bit challenging, now there's a quarterback controversy? He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. In the home stretch of today's sports scene, Greg will talk to us next. Hi, Greg. Hey, Steve. Quick question, comment, and um, you know my my way. I'll I'll let I'll, I'll listen off air. But uh, just to comment about AR, Steve, when you were saying, and it touched my heart because God knows I played plenty of times in running sprints and doing the football. When your comment, when you said, you know, how do you think the coaching staff would feel when they see him doing everything, when they see him coming in for film study and whatnot? But at the same time, Steve, because I agree with you, and, and oftentimes that's what I love about your show. I agree with you, and then I agree with callers. And when the callers call in, Steve, you kind of have to remember how close, you know, it wasn't too far away when we watched Felipe and Trask. And I think that's kind of, you know, it's all in the back of our minds. And I'm not saying I want AR to be benched. I would like to see if we get some leads maybe at Vanderbilt to try some other quarterbacks just to see because aptly you said well, it's Eastern Michigan. Well, let's see what they can do versus the SEC opponent, whether it's Jack Miller. I personally am a fan of Kitna. But to that point, Steve, to tie it in with the NIL, do you think, and I'll listen off air, that it's possible that that's what this is about? And you had a great question, I guess, about NIL. Will there be federal regulations? Maybe you could comment on that. I think it's just out of control. We all, as fans, said it isn't fair that Emmett Smith or that Tim Tebow, even though he's not hurting right now financially, but they didn't get a dime for the, all the jerseys you have sold. And they might be shrugging their heads now, but we all know why they sold 22, probably hundreds of thousands of them. And 15, they probably sold a million of them at least. And my point is, is I got it then. I think it's gone from what we thought NIL would be, Steve, to this. We're paying you now, straight out paying you. And just your thoughts. I'll listen off air and go Gators. Okay, Greg, thanks. I think you make a valid point um, on two fronts about Felipe Franks. When people talk about moving Richardson to tight end, well, where did Felipe Franks move to? Tight end. Kind of a similar body build, right? And then to the point about that being in the back of some fans' minds with, you know, Dan Mullen sticking with Franks and and not putting Trask in there, yeah. That it that it worked. And that's why fans are going to say, see, it worked then, so why not try it? But all I, the only thing I would say is if it doesn't work, don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. Be careful what you ask for. That's all I'm saying. And you can look at it as an experiment. 
Well, you too many experiments in the wrong, coaches get fired. D, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? How you doing, man? Good. Hey, let's talk about Gator basketball right quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm so I know Golden hasn't won a game yet, Steve, but I'm just so impressed with the way he's, um, you know, getting the product out there. You know, promoting the program. Um, I know we had a scrimmage before the Utah game earlier this year. Uh, and then last night, kind of bringing back that that midnight madness feel. Uh, to, I don't know why people stop, why colleges stop doing that. I think it's I think it's great, man. You you know you get to watch some of these kids, you know, kind of do the dunk thing, the three point thing. It's just kind of a out last night. I just I, I just love the way he's promoting the the, uh, the team right now. D, remember you're telling me this. If they go five and five, because I heard the yeah, same like things I'm about not, Napier. He hadn't won a game yet. Right, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying I heard the same things about Napier. Great hire, you know. He's saying all the right things, doing all the right things. Look what's happened now. But I, I hear you, and yes, to this point, I like what he's done. I'm with you, but it all boils down to winning and losing games. And in some cases, how you do it. Right. That's, I mean, that's obvious. But I'm, I'm just saying, Steve, as far as, you know, him, him, him giving, you know, access to the program, uh, you know, he's, he's already granted you an interview. Yep. Uh, like I said, I just, I just like – and again, Steve, we're not a basketball school. We're a football school. So, you know, Napier coming here, he didn't really have to, you know, promote. We're, we're going to follow that regardless. But going from a, a book, trying to promote the basketball team at a football school is totally different. And like I say, man, I just I just like the way he's doing it. But like you said, it comes down to wins and losses. But I, I think we're going to surprise some people. So, um, like I said, man, just just uh, I'm just excited for the season. Yep, thank you, D. And I am too. Uh, he's an analytics guy. He's been an analytics guy since before people knew what analytics was. And he's got a pretty – now, again, the expectation, right? Coaches picked him to finish seventh in the league. That's about middle of the pack. Sound familiar? Right? And fans ran Mike White out of town for being in the middle of the pack. But once again, you're talking apples and oranges because White had been here. This is Golden's first group. But, yeah, I think he's, he's said and done – a lot of a lot of good stuff, David. Hello. Hey Steve, how you doing today? Okay. Good. Uh, kind of a different topic, completely different. So we've sort of now got a a, a new University of Florida president designate. Um, he's got to be approved by the board of governors. But I was wondering if you would be interested in trying to get him on your show, and then you, with your great talents, picking his brain on athletic matters and collegiate athletic matters and his views and some of those kinds of uh, things. Nobody on the search committee ever asked him much about that. There was some peripheral stuff. But my thought in reading about him and stuff is he might be the most knowledgeable guy about college athletics that we've had as a president since maybe Marshall Kreiser, although I think Lombardi was there. And, you know, all of them get a tune, and all of them, and President Fox is certainly a fine gentleman, enjoys 
you know, coming on a little bit and all that kind of stuff. But I think it'd be really cool to hear what President Sass uh, has to say about Gator Athletics. You know, he got geeked because he made a Nebraska comment about and, and about the Gators have the best team money would buy or could buy to a Gator an alligator reporter. But I think it'd be really interesting. What do you think? Uh, it's already in the pipeline. You are the man. I'm, you're always there. That's awesome. I hope that it's uh, it's cooking. Uh, so I haven't caught most of the show. What are you thinking this weekend? I'm generally Mr. Sunshine Pumper, but I'm I'm very concerned that A&M's going to have a resurgence against us. What do you think? Well, here's the thing. They played the freshman last week. Yep. He played really, really well. Yeah, and they've got some offensive weapons. You know, A. Shane, if they hadn't really gotten him the ball. They got him the ball, and they're decent yeah. defensively. Now, they're yeah. not great on the offensive line, so, I mean, can Florida you know, do some damage there? But I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's a three-and-a-half-point game uh, last time I saw Vegas, and I think it's going to be close. I, whoever wins, I think, will win a close game. That's what Vegas is saying. You know, I uh... – it's, it's going to be really tough if we don't get it. It makes it even tougher uh, for the rest of the way out. But, I, you know, I'm all in. I was all in. I just tried not to get over-processed over with my hopes, you know, that things would go immediately spectacularly and everybody was wrong about our roster. But I seem to be being proved wrong and everybody else right about that. And that's okay. I'm... I'm going to exhibit the patience necessary without a problem. There have been a couple – there's been some coaching on-field nuances that are not the best, you know, for me. And I, uh, I am, I'm concerned that we haven't seen much of his playbook, and Shane says that we have not. And uh, I think that works. I'm going to have you wrap this up, David. i got some calls to take. Okay. Just I, – I think that uh, – do you think that it works to our detriment – not to expose more of our playbook? No. You, you, as a coach, you have whatever play you need to run to win. Yeah, you don't hold – I mean, do you hold something back if you think it's going to be specific to one team? But that rarely happens. David, thank you for your call. 145, time check brought to you by Hayes. Jillery, final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Afternoon, I'm Jose Tovar. The Florida women's basketball team is back in action tonight, hosting an exhibition game against the St. Leo Lions. Last season, the Gators finished with a 21-11 record and a trip to the NCAA tournament under first-year head coach Kelly Ray Finley. In more Gator athletics, sophomore gymnast Leanne Wong won a gold medal at the World Championship with Team USA yesterday. Wong became the third Gator to earn a gold medal at the World Competition this year. Moving on to the World Series, the Philadelphia Phillies will look to extend their lead over the Astros in Game 4 of the series tonight. Coverage of the game starts right here at 7 p.m. That's your Game for Center. I'm Jose Tovar. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. 
Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. If having turkey for the holidays, buy from a local farm, get one labeled USDA organic or certified humane. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Aquito America's new location is now open, and we want to celebrate the grand opening with you. Come help us in the Gainesville Chamber of Commerce. Cut the ribbon to Okito's second location next to the Flip Factory at 7420 West Newberry Ave on Thursday, November 10th from 5 to 7 p.m. Join us for food, music, giveaways, and tours as we showcase the new Okito America, where you'll find the same great martial arts and dance classes and the same great after-school programs. Okito America, now with two locations to better serve Gainesville. RSVP today on our Facebook page. Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for true representation for all of Alachua County. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Don't let this opportunity for fair elections pass us by. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single-member districts on November 8th. Pay political advertisement paid for by Leading for Our Future. 115 East Park Avenue, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301. Gainesville Highfield MRI has recently remodeled and expanded. A beautiful, relaxing waiting room, state-of-the-art imaging, new x-ray and ultrasound services. And as always, at Gainesville Highfield MRI, you are their top priority. They offer evening and weekend hours, same-day scheduling, and accept nearly all insurances. If you've been in a car wreck, had a slip and fall, or just want to get a nagging injury treated, go where doctors send their patients. Gainesville Highfield MRI, in the Millennium Center on 43rd Street and Newberry Road, and online at GainesvilleHighfieldMRI.com. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Pro or against? That seems to be the only thing that matters these days in the marijuana discussion. But what about the facts? At Mary, we've taken it upon ourselves to lay it all out there in our podcast. Just pure, unbiased education about medical marijuana and unlawful use of cannabis. Find it at mary.famu.edu. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. If you don't have a health plan through your employer, you can still get quality health insurance through the federal marketplace. Not sure where to begin? A navigator can help you cut through the clutter. There's no obligation, and getting help is always free. Open enrollment ends on January 15th, so don't wait. It's easy. From your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and say the keyword navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250 navigator. World Series continues on ESPN Radio. The Phillies retake the series lead over the Astros with a Game 3 win at home. Deep right center field. It is gone. Rice Harper. Can Houston bounce back? Or will Philly move within one game of the World Series title? Coverage starts tonight at 7 right here on WRUF. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
let me direct you to get a, a pretty good glimpse of what NIL is like for a couple of athletes. On ESPN's website, uh, there's a story about the Cavender twins who are at the uh, University of Miami. They transferred from Fresno State, and they talk about going to a photo shoot in Coconut Grove uh, and what they did. They filmed a number of videos for TikTok, um, and then they uh, also did some different things for different brands, and they took 650 photos of them. Uh, so read the story, and you'll get... And Forbes is estimating that the twins have pocketed $1.7 million. If that's true, they're in the top five in NIL earnings for women's sports and safely in the top ten across all sports. And this is from student-athletes from hundreds of schools. Great article to read to get an insight into what the NIL is and what it does. Lewis, hello. Hey, Steve, thank you for taking my call. Uh, a couple of things. I just want to remind the Gator Nation that uh, if they don't, if they're reminded of last year when everybody was harping on Dan Mullins about putting Anthony in, putting him in, putting him in, setting Jones down, he went ahead and did that in that Georgia game. Anthony started that Georgia game. And you see what we got. I mean, he wasn't quite ready wasn't quite up to par. He had some flashes, but uh, all in all, he did, that wasn't one of his best outings. So we just really, really need to be patient. Secondly, um, this kid, uh, McCain, that was a defensive back that the Gators really wanted bad, and then all of a sudden he switched and went to Miami. Well, I called a friend of mine down there, asked him, hey, why did you all come up here and do that? Just kind of rob us. He said, look, let me tell you something. This is Miami-Dade County. You grew up here. You know uh, we are the drug capital of the world. We can go buy anybody we want. So, <laughs> and, I, and I couldn't argue that because I know there's plenty of money circulating down in Dade County, Florida. And then lastly. Um, well, but, but let me stop you. I mean, yes, there's money, but to insinuate it's drug money, I think, goes above the line. But okay. Well, well, I'm, he just, I'm just telling you what he told me. Right. I live this, and I know how money gets laundered and washed, and all of a sudden it's in people's hands to do some stuff with. And so I, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, uh, then lastly, what I want to say is, uh, really, uh, if you took Anthony off the team right now and put someone else out there, how many real studs do we have on the team altogether? I don't think we could put together 22 uh, a defense, enough for defense and enough studs on the offense. So we just need to be patient and wait for this guy get his kids in there. And I'm glad he cleaned out some of the riffraff and the bad actors this week. Uh, but we, we Gator Nation has got to be patient and stop beating up on him on Anthony so bad. He didn't lose all those games by himself. All right. And, that, and that's what I want to say. All right, Lewis. Thank you. Appreciate it. Tony, hi. How you doing, Tony? Okay, Tony. <laughs> Steve, um, just kind of hop on some of the things that people are saying about the switching of Trask and Felipe. 
I think it's a little different. Uh, we had saw two years of Felipe before the, the the switch had been made, and we also saw Trash in the spring game look as good or, or better than Felipe. So a lot of people that was hopping on Trash saw enough to think that he was actually better than Felipe. Um, these guys, this year, we saw them in the spring game, and, and I don't think nobody was coming out and saying that there was a quarterback competition. Um, no, no, because everybody thought Anthony Richardson was going to be all that in a bag of chips. That's why. Based on the glimpses he showed last year. Right. Now, even in the spring game, um, we watched the spring game, everybody was really down on Miller, and they, they thought Kitten would never play for Florida. Now we're screaming for those two guys, and it's it's kind of like, wow, this, this four months ago, y'all said these, these guys couldn't play at Florida, you know. The way and then it is. I think the, yeah, and then I think the other thing is, if we do take Richardson out, guys better understand, they're not, they're not going to see the same defenses. So there's going to be some things that get exposed, other players get exposed, like the pass rush, the blitzing, the different, now they may play man because, you know, they're not as worried about Richardson's um, – Taken off, so be careful. You take them off the field. Well, let me flip so that. Like see other guys exposed. Let me flip that, Tony. Mm-hmm. If the next person they come in that comes in reads the defense better, understands when a team is going to blitz, understands to get rid of the ball on time, understands how to hit open receivers, then if that's the case, teams will not be so inclined to blitz. It just again, it depends on what you do. Yeah, you're right, but I just think that you know we might see some other guys get exposed. Well, uh, that's what coaches get paid a lot of money for. Yes, sir. All right, Tony. Thank you. I'm going to end with some emails here. Lori says, "What's the chance Napier's infatuated with with AR like NFL scouts believe with time and reps he can take him to a title, but knows that short term this is the wrong decision? Maybe, maybe." And while other options at quarterback would be better today, uh, uh, not what it takes to carry a team long-term. Today's best teams don't have bus drivers at quarterback, but instead have first-round draft picks. Uh, Bobby says, happened to catch a comment you made, like you were talking about basketball, you finished your sentence by saying, that's why the fans ran Mike White off. Fans don't hire and fire coaches. Uh, Yes, they do. If you think for five seconds... Bobby, that fan reaction and and doesn't help in the firing of a coach. Naive. Athletic directors hear that. They hear fan bases. So he says he disagreed. You can disagree, and that's fine. And I'm not blaming fans. I don't I'm not blaming fans. I'm saying that I took the calls. I know what fans were saying about Mike White. And because of the negativity involved in that, you cannot tell me that does not factor into what an athletic director does in terms of making a decision about a coach. I think it does. Uh, Tom says, why do some people feel it necessary to emphasize one sport at the expense of another at Florida? Example, we're not a basketball school. Aren't there ways to make a point without negative comparison emphasize all sports? That's from Tommy. Roger says, uh, moving AR to tight end is ridiculous in the middle of a season. 
not going to happen. However, when the NFL can't get him to play quarterback, well, witness the other quarterback who couldn't get it done at now playing a tight end, which is Felipe Franks. We've already talked about that. Uh, trying a different quarterback. Uh, look, AR, we think it would be good for you to step back now. You have multiple starts under your belt. Get a broader view of the offense. Uh, we'll see. Uh, he says, think we need to see if somebody else can actually compete, complete some passes and get us some first downs because AR shown he can't do that consistently. And I would agree with the consistently. He did throw for 271 last week, but in doing that, he completed less, <clears throat> less than 50% of his passes. And that's kind of where that is. And that's kind of where this is, the end of our program. Tomorrow... The voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly here. You'll hear from Brent Zwernigan, who covers Texas A&M. We'll talk about the Aggies. Seth Greenberg from ESPN will preview the men's college basketball season. And many more guests tomorrow and Friday to end the week. Thanks to Sam for producing today. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WYUF, I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU.